Hey everyone and welcome to the Medical School Podcast. My name is Danny Sullivan, I'm your host, and today I am here with Nick Flint. Nick, thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Yeah, happy to be here. So Nick is a medical student who just finished up his first year. Uh, he's one of the creators of On King, which is a group of guys basically that his job is to teach people how to use Anki better, right, and master Anki. And so they have a YouTube channel, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Today, we're uh, going to basically talk about Anki, which is a flashcard software. We're going to talk about, you know, how Anking YouTube channel got started, um, how to use Anki effectively. Basically, if you're a new student, what's the best way to use Anki, and a lot of other stuff. So... Nick, again, thank you for being here. Um, yeah. I guess the first thing that I guess we should talk about, you know, a lot of people might not know what Anki is, really, especially if you haven't started medical school, because I, when I was an undergrad, at least it, it, it was like no one used Anki yeah. you know, as a flashcard app. And then when I got into medical school, it was like this huge deal. Everybody. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what, what is Anki, really? Uh, well, Anki is, is the Japanese word for uh, flashcard, I believe. Um, but basically, it's a it's a flashcard program that is open source, so it's free. There's an app on the Android is free on an iPhone that, that it's, it's cost money, but um, it's a great app and it does spaced repetition. So basically, you'll see your flashcard today, and then you'll see it tomorrow, and then in three days, and then like seven days after that, and it just gradually gets longer and longer, um, and it helps you retain that material without having to you know, study it every single day. Obviously, that's a lot. And so you guys have a YouTube channel where you basically make videos and they're sort of like tutorial videos, right? Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. And how did that all get started? I mean, I know that it's you and a few other guys that kind of got together and started this thing, but um, who, who came up with this idea and what was your kind of goal at the, at the beginning? Yeah, um, this is a good question. <laughs> uh, I'll take you back to like when it really started um, back when I was studying for the MCAT actually is my first exposure to Anki and I, I'm, one of the guys that's on the team now was a friend at the time and told me to start using Anki and I hated it. Um, it, it like I said it's open source but if you know how to code uh, it's probably like heaven or paradise but if you don't know how to code things then it's awful because it's not very user friendly uh, and I was just confused. So I went back and switched to Quizlet for um, for the MCAT and actually did what's called the tunnel method, which is spaced repetition. I just had to write it out on a piece of paper instead of it doing automatically. Um, but yeah. when I went to medical school, one of the second years told me that he had gotten uh, in the 100th percentile on the board exams by doing four hours of flashcards a day, and that was it. And, and that kind of blew wow. my mind. I was like, wow, how did you how did you do that? So he told me it was Anki and I was like, oh man, I hated that thing. But <laughs> I knew going in that I wanted to do surgery or something like dermatology, something that was very competitive and I needed a good board score. So I decided I'd jump two feet in. Um, one of the things that enticed me is there's, there's decks that are made already. You don't have to make your own flashcards. That was one thing I hated with mm -hmm. the MCAT. Um, right. So I started with that and then I just, I just, I think I was the only one in my class that actually read the manual online, <laughs> and nobody else did. <laughs> so I found myself helping people all the time, and finally I wrote up a Google Doc to help everybody in my class. Like, here's how you get started if you want to start using Anki. And I found it was actually really confusing for a lot of people, um, it, it just as words because the software is so confusing, and I found. You know, mm -hmm. QuickTime on my computer is great. It's simple and easy. I can record a video really quick. 
So I recorded a few videos and sent these out to people. And some of my friends were like, you should just put these on YouTube and make a YouTube channel. Um, So we did. We were like, hey, we'll just make like, you know, 20 or 30 videos, how to get started with Anki, call it good. You know, maybe get like a thousand subscribers by the time we apply to residency and put it on our CV. Uh, and right. here we are. I think we have almost 80 videos now and it just keeps growing. I have a never ending list of all these cool things you can do. And um, so that's kind of that's kind of where it started and where it's going. Oh, that's that's a cool story. I, I kind of had a similar experience when I first started using Anki because I started using it in undergrad um, for like anatomy mm-hmm. and what I would, it was super ineffective, but what I would do is I would like scan in pictures from Netter's Anatomy mm-hmm. Atlas, and then I would like, you know, upload those on my computer, and then I would, you know, put those into Anki and do like the image occlusion where you can block out the words or yep. whatever. And it took forever and it was so ineffective and I absolutely hated it, but I thought, you know what, when I got into medical school, I thought, yeah, I'm gonna give it another try. And I actually have been using it pretty much the whole year yep. too. Yep, that's so, all I've done. You just kinda, it's. It's one of those things you just kind of have to stick with, you know, for a little bit. I think there's a bit of a learning curve. Yeah, but once you get past that learning curve, it's, I feel like it's it's pretty easy past that. So, so I mean, everyone kind of has their own way to study, right? Some people, you know, use notes and kind of like I used to take notes and then kind of explain my notes to myself, sort of like test myself yeah. on my own notes. You know, I mean, everyone has their own way to study, I guess. So why why should students use Anki over over those other things? Or do you think Anki is for everyone? You know, everybody always says that. They always say Anki's not for everybody. And I almost disagree unless you have like ADHD and can't focus. But um, (laughs) you need to do some form of recall studying. So if you're not doing Anki, you're doing some kind of flashcard or you're like writing questions for yourself like on your notes. You have to do recall. You can't do recognition. Yeah. Uh, And especially with something like medical school where there's a ton of stuff to memorize, there's just no better way. I mean, the... The research all shows there that the, the spaced repetition is the best way to study. Like I said, I did the tunnel method for, for the MCAT. Mm. and So I was still doing spaced repetition. <laughs> um, and that, that it's just the best way to study. I think everybody could make it work, um, but not everybody's going to want to do you know 30,000 flashcards like I'm doing. They may want to do just 10,000 or, or, and format their flashcards right. differently. But I definitely think people can make it work for them. Well, like when I was an undergrad, I just, I tried flashcards here and there and I just hated them. And I just finally decided like, I'm just not a flashcard person, you know? And then all for some reason, whatever reason, when I got into medical school, that all changed. And now it's like day after day, you know, hours and hours every day, I'm using flashcards. And I've actually tried to kind of like cut back on the flashcards or try something different. You know, so I stopped using flashcards for, I don't know, a couple days or something like that. And I actually started freaking out because I felt like I would study and I didn't remember anything. You know, it was so weird because I just had gotten so used to just using Anki, you know, 24-7. Yeah, no, I get that from myself and a lot of my peers. We're all like, I, yeah. I don't know how I would study without Anki. <laughs> it's just you you learn to rely yeah. on it yeah, and it works so well. So I know that, I mean, there's other flashcard applications, right? I mean, like Quizlet and Firecracker are the two main ones that come to mind. A lot of people uh, at my school use yeah. Quizlet, you know, and kind of share cards together like that. So how, how would you say that like Anki is different from the big, you know, flashcard applications? Yeah, out there? Um, the best way I can compare, uh, I explain it to people simply, is uh, it's like an iPhone and an Android. The iPhone is way more user friendly, uh, but you can't really customize <laughs> uh-huh. it where there's Android, you can't. Uh, Anki is, is the customizable one. So. 
it's definitely got a learning curve to learn, but once you learn how to use it, it it's going to be far better. It's way easier to customize it for what you want. Um, and it has that spaced repetition right. thing. Firecracker, I believe, is pretty good. Um, a lot of schools base their curriculum around it. But they did do a study uh, that found that the number of Anki cards you did was statistically significant uh, that correlated to mm -hmm. your board score, whereas Firecracker was not. Uh, and they think that it may just be because the algorithm that it uses is not as good. Um, right. So, I, you know, I'm sure that those systems work well. I mean, how long did it take you to get comfortable using Anki? I mean, I know there's a learning curve. Like you said, it's not very user-friendly. It takes some getting used to. And I'm still, like, finding out a bunch of stuff that I don't know. You know, like, that I'm learning little tricks here and there that I'm learning <laughs> that I can use, you know, to make, you know, flashcards more effective. But how long did it take you to be, like, you felt like you were comfortable with it? Uh, I mean, I started... So it was probably, like, five months after starting medical school that we started making uh, videos four or five yeah. months. Um, yeah. Probably took one or two months before I really started getting the hang of it. And and you start mm -hmm. to realize, you know, you make a flashcard and then you don't see it for two months. And when it does come back and you see it after two months, you start learning what makes <laughs> a good flashcard or not because you can remember it or not. And uh, sometimes, you know, you'll make a, a flashcard and you remember the idea, but the flashcard is, is typed up in just a weird formatting that you can't figure out what your flashcard's right. even trying to ask after two months. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that takes a learning curve as well. And that's just trial and error, really. So I would say just a couple months, especially if you're using it daily. And if, if like, there's a new student who's just coming into medical school and they've never really used Anki, and this kind of might be, like, well, you used Anki to study mm -hmm. for the MCAT. But do you think it would be, you know, effective for an incoming student to just start Anki right off the bat and hit it hard? Or do you think it's better to kind of, like, study how you've always studied and then just kind of make these small changes sort of merge towards Anki, you know, if that's what yeah. you want to use? Um, there's definitely benefits for both. I, I just jumped in with two feet, and uh, it worked great. I totally yeah. changed my study strategy yeah. and... Uh, I, I was still I was scoring higher than almost everybody in my class right from the get go, uh, so I would recommend if you if you're gonna do Anki just jump in because it's a huge commitment. You have to do your reviews every day of the week, you know, on Sunday and you got to do right. it Saturdays on Christmas, your birthday, whatever. You got to be doing your reviews, um, and so it, you kind of have to jump in with two feet. And the earlier you get started, uh, the less flashcards you're gonna have right in the end, right before you gotta take your board score. So I think that's a, a benefit as well. So you said keeping up with your reviews, and that's like another thing that was just totally foreign to me. Cause like in undergrad, it's like you take a test, right? And then it's like, oh, you can forget yeah. all that stuff until the next test. But you know, like people are, that are using Anki, I mean, not everyone does this, but um, you know, a lot of people are kind of like taking advantage of this spaced repetition and are even studying the material after you take the mm -hmm. test, yeah. right? Or like reviewing that material yep. after you take the test. Is that sort of yeah, what you I do? have uh, I, every flashcard. Well, I downloaded one of these pre-made decks that are based off the boards and I've just essentially been uh -huh. unsuspending or pulling those cards as, I, uh, as I've learned the material and I've never stopped doing those cards. Um, but usually when you, you, know, you learn a bunch of material and that's like one of the first things we learned when we started medical school was cystic fibrosis. So we start that and uh -huh. then we take our test maybe, I don't know, a month or two later on that material. And then I keep doing those flashcards. So by that time, those flashcards are only coming back every 
you know, two months, three months. So you'll see right. them every now and then. But yeah, you do, you essentially keep reviewing that material so that you'll never forget it. So by the time I get to my board scores, two years after I've learned that cystic fibrosis thing on my first day of school, uh, theoretically, I won't have to ever go back and study it again because I will have been reviewing it over yeah. and over again over the two years. That's one thing that was really weird to me is like, because I started, I don't know, it was maybe a month or two months into medical school. I thought, you know what, I'm going to keep up with my reviews and I'm going to start, you know, studying this old stuff mm -hmm. so I don't forget it. But when I started reviewing old material that I had already taken tests on, it was just like the worst feeling for some <laughs> reason. I'm thinking like, I've already taken a test on this, you know, and, and my mind just wanted to kind of forget it and set it aside and kind of mm -hmm. move on. But, you know, after a while, at least for me, it, you just kind of get used to it, you know, and you just kind of... Uh, actually like it. I mean, I, I like the fact that I can still remember stuff that I learned eight months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good absolutely. feeling. Absolutely. So, well, and you're always going to, and I'm sure you kind of feel medicine, the same way. You're always going to have comprehensive exams towards the end. Yeah. I mean, even if you're an undergrad and you're taking, you know, cell biology as a class and you're not taking the MCAT for another year or two, you're going to need to remember that cell biology or that biochemistry. And, yeah. and so if you're able to yeah, keep it in true. your mind, then you'll never have to go back and cram. Let's talk about uh, some of these pre-made decks that are popular and that like a lot of people are yeah. using. So like, I know there, you can either, you know, make your own cards and keep studying those. Um, but a lot of people use these pre-made decks that you can basically download from Reddit, right? So let's yeah. talk about some of those. So what, what are some of the most popular ones that you, that you, and before we get into this, I, I'll say that these decks, they, some of them have some copyright issues and take images from from books and so what we we're not recommending any of these decks per se but we just recommend that like if you're going to use them that um you should purchase the material that the decks are based on right just to just to uh keep it absolutely, legal right yeah. yeah absolutely so let's let's talk about some of the decks i mean what are i mean there's multiple decks out there what are some of the most popular ones that you see people um, it using? started with the bros encephalon deck kind of a clever name uh, but I think that deck is uh -huh. kind of, uh, it's past. I don't see people using it very often. But he's the one that really started mm -hmm. the medical school Anki thing. Uh, and then more recently has been the Zonki deck and the Lightyear deck. Uh, and they both use different resources. Mm -hmm. uh, but as, as I understand it, they're both pretty comprehensive. Um, and the, But like, for example, Zonki didn't add in a, a little bit of stuff with the microbiology. So there's another guy that made a deck... Um, it's called LOL, not a cop. Not yeah. my, not my favorite name. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> whoever, <laughs> yeah, it's not whoever that, that catchy, Reddit, is it? uh, user is. He made that deck uh, to kind of supplement Zonky. But those are the comprehensive decks uh, for step one, at least. There's a lot of decks for step two that I haven't really explored yet. People have made them for step two, or they've made them for individual rotations and shelves. Um, and so they're starting to get as a growing resource, just more and more decks. Uh, but if you're doing step one, I typically recommend people check out Zonky or Lightyear. Yeah, it seems like like from what I've heard too, those are the two kind of most mm -hmm. comprehensive. Um, how did you choose? I mean, which deck you were going to use? Did you just do a lot of research kind of before school started? And uh, yeah, uh, how did yeah. You uh, the guy that told me, you know, that did four hours of Anki and got a hundredth percentile yeah. on the on on the boards. He did the Zonky deck, and so I just jumped right in with Zonky. Um, uh, Lightyear had just come out when I started medical school, so it was kind of this unproven, brand new thing. Uh, but there were some people in my class that were brave enough to start it, and they really liked it. Uh, my recommendation to people who are asking is 
is to just download them you know uh, download both of yeah. them and look at them and see how they're formatted and stuff personally i think the zonky deck is better made um he's added more uh -huh. images and explanations of different dis diseases and stuff and uh he kind of bolded and underlined words in the flashcards which makes it easier to go through them faster because your brain just makes the associations faster but the Lightyear deck right. is really well organized. Um, it's made off of the resource Boards and Beyond, kind of like a video lecture resource. And it's organized by video for that resource. So you can go watch a video, unlock the cards, watch a video, unlock the cards. It's, it's just super seamless. Um, so let's say like I'm a new student and I've just downloaded one of the decks, yeah. right? I mean, what's the next step? How do you how do you get started using one of these one of these oh. decks? Well, the easy answer is go watch my <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> um, and and honestly, that's, that's right. why we that's why we started the YouTube channel because it is so confusing to yeah. to really get started. Yeah. Um, Lightyear is really easy when you're starting because it is so well organized. You can just you know click uh the the organization right. I, but like if you want to do zonky that took me a few months before i really got the hang of it um so i made a video actually i think i made two or three videos about how to search within zonky and how to you know to find appropriate cards for your curriculum uh just because it is more difficult the best thing obviously is trial and error but hopefully the videos i've made or some of the tutorials other people have shared on reddit are you know they'll, they'll probably give you a good jump start so did you do you do the method where like you suspend all the cards to begin with and then as you learn the material you just sort of go and unlock yeah, the cards that's exactly what study. i do and i think okay. that's the the best way you know just suspend everything so you're not studying anything and then right. after you've actually learned right. the material then you go and unsuspend the card like i i think i see some people who will unsuspend the cards and try to learn the material from the flashcards and i think that's that's bad i think angi is to help you remember things but it's not yeah. a primary learning resource you need to actually understand the material first and suspend just means basically that the cards are still there in the database right but you're just not seeing them when you study but when you unsuspend them it's sort of like yeah. unlocking the cards right so now they're they're you can see them and you study them and so the cards, what are the decks? The Zaki has like twenty five thousand or something. I mean, I think and Lightyear has like around the same twenty five thousand yeah. or something like that. Do you find that you have to add a lot of the cards from your school lectures that aren't covered in Zonki? That's a good question. One well, I, uh, I get a lot of the time, um, and just in talking yeah. to people, it sounds like, especially if you're like a European or South American, international, really outside the U.S. Uh, a lot of them are adding yeah. a lot of flashcards. If you're in the U.S., it kind of depends on which school you go to. Uh, my school, our curriculum lines up pretty good. Um, we have we have units. We mm -hmm. go organ system based. Uh, they like you know six to eight weeks. Well, not six weeks, probably eight to ten weeks. And I probably add somewhere around a hundred flashcards, uh, maybe a little more. So I'm not adding a lot mm -hmm. of flashcards uh, in each unit. I can typically pull stuff from these decks that are made on the board material because our curriculum lines up well. If your curriculum doesn't line up well, then you probably will be making more flashcards. That's one thing I've kind of struggled with too, is like how to balance the material that's being taught in class with, you know, the, the flashcards that you're using from one of those decks. Cause it's like, you know, for anatomy example, it seems like my school goes into way more anatomy than what's covered in the deck. So I find myself making like all these extra cards and then 
but I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just practice, right? It is really, and there's. I mean, people ask all the time, and I say just just do it, just start doing it, and you'll see what works and yeah. what doesn't really quickly. All right. Well, I think we're going to close this uh, part one of the interview. I just want to thank everyone for listening. And I just want to thank Nick again for being on the podcast. And uh, thank you again. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.